Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Damn Parenting, your English-speaking parenting podcast from the Netherlands. And as always, we are your hosts, Eva and Marin. Today, we were just chattering there before we started recording, and we were just We've seen a lot of chats on Facebooks and WhatsApps about a lot of similar kind of circumstances we've lived through, we go through still. And the topic that's risen recently was playdates and toddler sharing, I guess is the only way to put mm -hmm. it. So someone was kind of talking about like, oh, you know, I finally got this playdate with this mom and, you know, calendars is hard enough, you know, trying to figure out a time and a place to meet someone. And if your kid's going to be woken up or your nap time aligns or whatever it is. So you have to wait for all those constellations to align to make that magical play date appear. And then you get to the play date and your kids just won't play with each other. In fact, your child just wants you. People are just so like worn, I guess, about like, oh, what do I do? And then you feel guilty that my child's not playing and they might be an only child. And so they maybe they haven't learned because they don't have a sibling and all these stresses that are in it. I've lived through this. <laughs> Myron, is this a normal for you? Yeah, I mean... Playdates is like a blessing and a curse, I'd say, because there is so much expectation always on it. And then when it doesn't happen, then there is so much frustration and disappointment. I mean, now with all the new places popping up in Amsterdam, which is great, and I'm so happy and thankful for all yeah, the different locations that are cafes and like play areas and all that. So I'm very thankful for that. But then, yeah, the the topic of playdates, of course, pops up more because like, okay, I want to see these places. Let's let's go and look. And like you said, it's always so hard. So first of all, who do I go with? So do I like the parent? Do I like the child? Do my, does my child like this other child? Then let's find a day. Let's find a time. Then you finally do it. And then it's, I feel or I've heard that people just, like need to check their expectations. Like, what is my goal for this play date? And if I went in with the intention of, oh yes, I'm going to have a great catch up with the mom, then I'd say in 99% of the cases that didn't happen because like you said, play dates are mayhem and you will either be very lucky that your child plays independently They will very rarely play together. I think that also, of course, depends on the age. Then it's, do I want to make this fun for my child or do I just want to force my child the whole time to, we need to share, we need to play together, we need to share, because then they're going to hate freaking play dates. It's going to be like, no, thanks. I need to just share my shit for 90 minutes and you're not available, mama. So no. For me, it was a case of like, I spoke to a child psychologist I guess she was we were chatting about like different kind of ways of children because the reality is a child like when they're born obviously they're not going to do much until they're like six to nine months old when they're just sitting and a little bit of interaction so they there's massive stages in children's development and so the thing I think I mentioned earlier was parallel play and that's when children are actually playing like kind of beside each other but they have no interaction and yeah. they said that that actually only begins at the age of two usually as I said like if you have an only child If you're meeting up with a friend who is the same age child constantly because you're not in daycare or whatever, then there might be a bit earlier shift in it or not. For my case, it wasn't that. So up until two, yeah, they're independent islands, you know, in the same room. And so yeah. the parallel play is between two and two and a half. And then the when they actually start playing together, that's actually then between the two and three year age group because that's dependent on how much they know the other person and they're comfortable with the other person. But it's exactly what you say. We make these playdates not just for the child to 
have social interaction, but God, we muck it for us. Like, yeah, God, exactly. we need it, you know, the coffee just to sit down and talk to another adult and just be like, are you going through this too? Or what's happening? Or, and it's, yeah. And then there's that constant interjection of your child who just wants your attention. And it's like, you know, mom, you know what? I'm going to be, I'm going to be very honest. You know, sometimes, especially when we're having a hard time, we're going through a hard phase. I just also want to see that I'm not alone. And I also want to see that other people struggle and that other people have problems with their children, that other people have their their stuff going on. And that's sometimes what I need to see when I meet up with a friend, when I'm so isolated in my own home and my bubble. And then I think, oh my God, this is like just my situation. And then not that I wish this on the other person, but it's just such a huge relief when I see, okay, they're also fighting about stuff. This Their child also doesn't want to give up their toys. Their child also, they, sometimes I also need to just see that. And I know I'm just going to be very honest because, yeah, that's what the chats are for, right? Yeah. Sometimes you just want to see that you're not alone in this whole shit show. Yeah. And then I, that makes me sometimes feel better. Like, okay, everyone else was also struggling. Yeah. And the, when you were talking about all the, the wonderful play areas that are actually opening up lately, that's actually one of the things I realized that I did attempt to have a play day with someone, you know, I don't know when it was a while ago. And I realized like, you know, my child just wants me, you know, there was no yeah. interjection. And because, especially if you go to a new place, it's so new and it's so amazing. Your child wants you to be there as a security because it's brand new for them. And so now every time I'm going to have a play date, I always make sure it's somewhere I've already been before at least once. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah, there is not good. that novelty kind of aspect because, yeah, I mean, it's new to us. So obviously we also want to explore it. But yeah, obviously at the same time, we also want to be able to sit down with a coffee and just kind of be like, oh God, you know, I didn't sleep again. It's another three hour night. Like, you know, what did you get? And maybe you had an appointment with someone and you're able to say, hey, I spoke to this person and they recommended this. And you're like, oh, I feel great. And I feel seen and I feel heard and I feel part of this. But yeah, the other part of the play date, I guess, it's also that whole thing and damn chats and everything that we're kind of doing. It's that thing that we feel lonely and we feel like so alone in the middle of the night when we're upholding our child, when they're crying or they're teething or, you know, we have to bottle feed them, breastfeed them, whatever it is, at whatever age group it is, we feel really alone. And I know some people have said, you know, just realize there's another million moms in the world going through the exact same thing in the whole world. Very good, very well taken and noted. But you've got to realize in Amsterdam especially for example like there's like a million people say living here you mightn't realize there's someone living the exact same experience as you on the on your road you know mm. i mean there are probably like i don't know a thousand neighbors that i can see right out my window here and there could be a mom here who has like a kid you know six months earlier or older than my child and is going through the same thing and she's equally feeling alone and it's that thing of we also kind of got to realize that you know okay how do we make these efforts into yeah, how do, how do we make this work for each other now? And so, yeah, yeah with playdates, I think we need to kind of alleviate the stress of, I need to make a playdate for my child. Equally, I need to make a playdate for me. But just to kind of go, okay, we see each other and this not might work out this time, but we can make another one, hopefully. Exactly. When those yeah. constellations align yet again. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. The, yeah, my biggest takeaway was really don't go in with any expectations. 
to be super open and be open to leave after 10 minutes, you know, if it doesn't fly. And but the good thing is that I only meet up with people that I really want to spend my time with. And I know that are going to be okay with if I need to leave after 10 minutes because they know me, they know my child and they know they don't like get grudgy or whatever. And one thing while we were talking about this, what I was also realizing Playdates are only for like moms. I have never met up with another dad. Yeah, I've never heard my husband say, oh, I'm going to meet up with Eva's husband and we're going to take the kids out to the park and or we will go to this place and we will have a play date together. And this also adds another layer. I think this whole play date topic is so heavily on the mother I have then the conversations with my husband when he says, why don't you go on a play date? And I'm like, you know, it's first of all, like one in a million chance that I get to find the person that I want to go to and with and that we have the same time slot and it's available. And then it's not as fun. You know, it's not something where I'm like, oh, my God, I cannot wait. And this is going to be the best time. Play date usually involves a lot of stress emotionally, physically and all that because he doesn't do that. He he thinks it's like a nice getaway and I'm going to have a great afternoon, <laughs> which can be happening. And it's amazing if it does. But I'd say out of 10 play dates, probably three are great. And I really enjoyed myself. And it's a nice time for everyone. But the rest is usually stressful or ends with the tantrum or ends with that. Or I was like not talking to the other mom at all because I was just running around or just playing with my child. And then, yeah, that's the whole frustration. It comes in when then my husband says, oh, why don't you go on more play dates? Why don't you? Why don't you <laughs> go on more play dates when it's so fun? It's yeah, I, I think. Yeah. So. Everyone listening, basically, the reason why we really wanted to do this quick damn chats episode is we want you to know exactly what Myron just said. You might have to leave after 10 minutes. 20% of your playdates might actually last your whole cup of coffee, you know, that you're actually able to drink a warm cup. Your child might be happy or sad or doesn't want to play or your other child might like want to share or, you know, there's all these kind of things. And right now, give yourself grace. And just as Myron said, the people that you're going to spend time with, like, make sure these are people that understand you and are okay with a last minute cancellation or a walk and walk out after 10 minutes. Shit's going to happen. And as I said, if you're going somewhere new, try and make sure that you've already been there with your child just to take away the novelty, because then your child wants to share that experience with you, not with a strange kid. And even if you are going out with the same kid and maybe every week you have a, like a play date with the same kid, it doesn't guarantee you a successful play date every time. So Whatever age your child is, be it six months, be it a year, 18, 24, 36, whatever it might be, just relieve yourself of that stress. That play dates are yeah. the be all and end all. It's a break for mom and it's a great session for child. And it's like, no, it's not. It's not always going to be. And also, yeah. And also keep in mind that your child, like myself, Sometimes I am in a mood where I want to see people and I want to be around people and I want to have this conversation and I do want to have this interaction. But then there are so many days where I'm like, I don't want to leave my house. I don't want to talk to anyone. And rightfully so, my child also has these days. And just because I decide today is going to be an amazing day for a play date doesn't mean that they want to go on a play date. And I think that I want to be respectful of that and really check in is my child in the mood to socialize or not 
and is this the phase to do that right now or not? And that is something, you know, we, we think, oh, they, what are they going to do? They're going to play. Yeah, but sometimes they don't want to play and they just want to be home and they, they just want to be with themselves or with us. Sometimes I think we forget that because we think they always want to play. They always want to see other people. They always want to go new places. They always want to do an adventure. Yeah. 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 Exactly. This whole pressure of we need to expose them. We need to expose them. Like if someone would say this to me the whole day, we need, Maren, when are you getting your exposure to new things? Maren, when are you going to leave the house? Maren, when are you going to play with your friend? I would be like, yes. Please don't I, leave my number and never contact me again. <laughs> I yeah, I have to say the experiences thing, I really felt pressured because my yeah, my daughter was just not really into playing with other kids. Like she just, you know, it was just me and her. We were like our little team. So therefore I relied on these experiences and I felt like I yeah. had to keep doing these brand new experiences time and time and time again until she was probably about three, I think. She started waking up going, Where are we going today? Okay. Every morning, she <laughs> would then wake up with, where are we going today? What are we doing today? And she then started doing this to the point that I think after a few months, myself and my husband were kind of like, huh, maybe we are doing a bit too much with her. Yeah. So we started reeling it back. And I would say, you know, today's a home day. We're going to play with art. You know, we're going to read books. We're going to whatever it is. Just go to the park, maybe. But even then, like, she was anticipating this fact that I think I was putting pressure on her to actively keep doing stuff because I felt the pressure of I have to keep stimulating my child and this is what's expected of me. And it was exhausting. Yeah, absolutely. I feel that. And then when you don't do that, you feel the guilt and it doesn't feel like a conscious decision you make, but it feels like you're failing. Yeah. You know, it's like every day, every day failing, like for one thing or another. Doesn't feel like I'm making the conscious decision today. We're staying home. We're enjoying all the stuff that we have at home, we have so much stuff. Like like you said, arts and crafts, all this, all the toys, all the stuff. And I love being home. I mean, I love my home. I like being there. And then it never felt like a conscious and positive decision, but it felt like we didn't make it out today. We didn't do that today. Oh, we didn't go to the park. We didn't do that. It never felt like a positive, oh my God, we had such a great day at home. And I really had to work on that and not beat myself up, but really make the conscious decision. We will spend an amazing day at home. We'll maybe cook something. We'll bake. We'll just read our gazillion books. We'll play with our all that stuff. And that was an amazing day. And everyone was happy. The exposure that we had was with each other and the connection. And that was a big shift that I had to make, not feeling like, I failed that day because I didn't do anything. I didn't go outside. I didn't meet up. I didn't book a class. I didn't whatever. Just be in connection with your child at home and enjoy the day. Yeah, I I have to say, I ended up buying a book called No Bones Day. And it's actually some, and I did not know this. It was actually some Instagram or TikTok pug dog called Noodle. And it was actually written about this actual dog. I was not aware of this. I was just informed of the the story was basically a case of this dog loves to go out every day, loves to go sightseeing, goes to the park, hangs outside, you know, just loves it. And one day the dog's just not up for it. 
And the owner's confused, going like, what the hell? And he picks him up and he the dog plops down and then he's like, oh, it's like you have no bones. And so let's just stay in. And so then they started saying, we have Bones Day and a No Bones Day. Bones Days, we go out and hang mm -hmm. out. No Bones Days, we kind of laze about as it would be without using that negative terminology. So yeah. I got the book because I kind of wanted to introduce this idea of, you know, sometimes we need to just check in with ourselves. And sometimes our body is just like, hey, you know, maybe we just stay in. And like you say, we bake, we color, we read, we play with a sandpit or whatever it might be at home. Yeah, so that book for me was just something that I kind of thought maybe that might help my daughter kind of understand something. I use books quite a lot that way, so. Yeah. So yeah, for us, I think we're just going to wrap it up here and let you guys know we're in the same boat. Please don't put pressure on yourselves. Please don't put any high expectations. Everyone should really understand each other in this moment of last minute cancellation, 10 minute after cancellation, whatever it is. Go easy on yourself. Put a little bit pre less pressure on your child as well. And um, yeah, and if you want to hear more from our amazing experts that we have on every Wednesday, we release an episode with an expert about a topic that we pick. And every other Monday, we have a damn chat like today, where Eva and I are just happily chatting about what's going on in our lives, what happened this week, or any topic that we thought needs a little more discussion. If you want to support, us, please make sure you follow us on Spotify, social media, on Instagram, Damn Parenting Podcast, also Apple Podcasts. We are also on YouTube. Make sure you activate the bell so you get a notification when we drop a new episode. Give us five dangling, dazzling stars so people get to see our content. And of course, share and like this episode. And then we will hear you next Wednesday with a new expert episode. Till then, bye. Bye.